You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Donrekla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert. And I am so excited to have back on the show today, Amit Goswami, our last episode. Make sure you go check it out if you didn't get to hear it, Finding Everything and Nothing. Um, we talked about um, his new book, and we're going to dive really deeply into that, but also this this concept of this um, space, you know, that, that, that some of us are experiencing or have experienced or are interested or curious about where where there it's it's kind of hard to explain you know there's this kind of it's been called flow state or or you know walking in communion with the divine or you know being one with god or whatever however people describe it i think that that's um you know that's his age-old quest of people to be able to articulate that which is probably not able to be articulated um and and so so that's kind of where that conversation lies between us today we're going to talk about the science of spirituality and it 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 speaks to that sort of crossroads space where it's like conceptually we can get all of this we 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 understand it we we're in it and then and then we have this kind of reality that that we walk around and in and for a lot of folks, those worlds are merging, and that can be kind of frightening. And so we're going to talk some today about how do you stand in that space in between there. And I can't think of a better person to have that conversation with. So thank you, Amit, for coming back on the show, and please join me in, in welcoming him. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you. Oh, as always, we're delighted to have you here. And so when I was when I was reading your book, it was this, this idea of the science of spirituality just kept kind of popping out at me. So I was hoping maybe you could share with our audience a little bit about what that phrase means to you. Well, you know, I mean, recently we have uh, separated uh, science and spirituality. Now, science never really was accepting of spirituality, especially in the West, because modern science sort of um, started dividing up ever since Darwin's theory. Um, Darwin sort of, um, not exactly, but sort of indicated that um, he doesn't need the spiritual hypothesis in order to prove the evolution of life. Mm, He cheated a little, and that was, of course, um, not uh, particularly one um, acknowledged by materialists, and the materialist philosophers made it out into a very uh, non-spiritual theory of evolution of human being from uh, inanimate matter. Um, these are based on big hypotheses, which Darwin never said, but that's beside the point. So now we are stuck <laughs> with the idea that if we can evolve from uh, inert matter, monkeys, uh, which are like machines, uh, then uh, we don't even have consciousness, let alone spiritual consciousness. You know, spirit is the idea that uh, beside our ego, we have we have connections to a uh, oneness, a being that we call Holy Spirit, or um, sometimes we call it God. Um, there are some confusion around it about Celtic concepts, but they are minor. The whole idea is that there is a uh, bigger us, bigger self, uh, bigger being, um, and then some religions um, sort of uh, posit that we are separated from it and that separation does not go away until we die. 
but other spiritual traditions and even spiritual traditions within Christianity, which has such a dualistic belief, even they, uh, like, you know, if you read Jesus' New Testament carefully, you would see that he is not talking about dualism, he's talking very much a uh, one thing. My father and I are one, is his famous line. Uh, this world is not different from, from that world. Um, it is different in a way, it is unconscious in us, but it is still us. Um, mm -hmm. In that way, spirituality really gives us a better uh, description of ourselves, and this is very needed right now. Right now, we, are, we live in a country where things are chaotic, because um, we have completely lost this connection, this spiritual connection, and then we don't know what went wrong with us, you know, we made it into a religion versus um, atheism debate or science versus religion, but we don't really know. We are religions following the dictum of this oneness, deeper aspect of ourselves. No, they're equally cheating on it. And so is science declaring that there is nothing but matter. And when you get this worldview clash between two groups of people, neither, whom, uh, neither of whom value the spirit, spirit gives us values, you know, like mm -hmm. love each other, be gentle, good to each other, go for wholeness, uh, go for the archetypes of life, like beauty and love, especially adhere to truth. This is the fundamental lesson of spirituality. Be truthful. The uh, word is truth. That's mm -hmm. the fundamental law of the universe. And we violate it badly every day today and um, this is uh, this is chaotic this gives us to only chaos so well, this I, I, oh, <laughs> please, please. the you said something um earlier about and, and i do i think this is most people's experiences is there you know how do you how do you stand in the middle right when 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 this this is a piece of it this is a piece of it this is a piece of it but but the examples of, of how do you um, live in it right it, they seem so out of reach for so many people and, and and we you know once you once you've tasted that once you're in it you can see it everywhere but it's one of those really peculiar things it's like you know that that's faith it, it, it is faith tells us that there are certain things that only get revealed once we believe and 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 most of us like to stand on the sideline and say well i'm i'm happy to believe but prove it to me first and and the the irony is that most of the proof that people want or are seeking really only occurs once you've already made the commitment to believe and so it's this bizarre kind of space that people find themselves in with like one foot in the you know needing to be logical rational have it all make sense versus this really undeniable feeling of just home, right? It calls to us and it's like, that feels so incredibly real, but what our eyes or our minds or our you know perceptions tell us, um, show us something different. And I, and I think that's this space that so many people find themselves in and, and they're trying to reconcile it. Um, you know, and, and that, that's what I love about your work and so many others who are, who are willing to put out there that, that this is something to be to be looked at, because where else are people going to hear about it, right? We have plenty to consume that tells us 
um, not to concern ourselves with anything bigger than what, you know, our eyes can perceive right now. But um, so, so, so there's a balancing, I think that, that, that needs to occur. And, and I think is occurring of offsetting that perspective with saying, wait, look, there's more. Um, look through those things, look beyond those things, look deeper into yourself and see what you see. Don't just stop at the surface. Um, yeah, but that's exactly. a walk, right? That's, that's a walk. That's a weird thing. Like people aren't talking about this around their water coolers at work. Right. So, so how, how do people get the courage to kind of explore those spaces when they, they seem so foreign? Yeah, well, uh, that is because we have um, accepted an image of ourselves that is being sold to us. The, you know, the real problem today is the elitism. The elites among humanity have found a way of um, uh, really deceiving the uh, lower echelon of people of um, security in the form of money and income and stuff. And uh, of course, um, then the higher needs as well, because if you are not secure, if you don't have the lower needs survival satisfied, then it is very difficult to pay attention to higher needs. So this, this making us think of our security all the time is the um, difficult part. I mean, we were getting somewhere in America, in Europe. Um, uh, of course, Eastern countries like India is a little bit of an exception to that. They are not rich countries, but the spirituality is very deep there. So mm -hmm. people who are in villages, um, not the city people so much there, there is the poor rich difference. And again, the poor uh, always striving for security and no time is left for anything else. But people don't live that way in the villages. In the villages, people know that living means more than just survival. So even the poorest of the poor knows that picking up a baby and, and having fun with the baby is, is very important. And, and they get a lot out of it. So families are important, values are important, they leave those values. And you can still go to an Indian village and enjoy it. This is why many people actually come to India to just get into that. In the West, we are getting there, you know, in the past century, uh, in the 1970s, 80s, we were creating an America, um, we were probably too young, but uh, I remember it very well. I came in the 60s and the revolution was just taking place. And there was a lot of sowing of this mindset which divides. A lot of uh, movement towards the unity during those times, 70s, especially 80s, it started reducing. And eventually we got caught in the current era uh, where computer science and cell phones and laptops and you know, social media govern our lot. And so what this has done is that this has completely established an authority in this country, which not only dominates our pocketbook, also dominates the way we think. And scientific materialism is a um, product of those. I mean, capitalists, um, big business and corporations, um, uh, that's the one side. And the other side is the capitalists and uh, ideas. They are the big pundits in Harvard and Princeton and all these great universities, which were great once, but no longer is great because um, they are peddling the same uh, dirt as the other side is. 
other side is robbing our money and this side is robbing our mental wealth the spiritual wealth so, so let's let's take a pause there because i want to we need to go to a break but I, and and there's a couple threads there that that um i think are really important to to tug on a little bit but i want i don't want to get too deep into that conversation before the break um quickly let's tell people your your most recent book quantum spirituality is out it's great we'll have a link to that and where else can people go to find out more about you well, um, there are many books on creativity. You know, I wrote one myself, uh, Quantum Creativity. That's a great book because creativity is the way to really get into the oneness very quickly. You know, if you ask me, what is our biggest entry at this point? Um, we are living in social challenges, lot of uh, crisis. This is the best time to think that crisis is also an opportunity of acting creatively. And, and so the process of creativity is just so simple, you know, you work a little, you relax a little. And that working and relaxing uh, around a problem generates creative ideas. It's a very quantum process. Um, um, how it happens, of course, will take a little bit of time, but maybe we can do that after the break. Perfect, perfect. We'll do that. And so check out his books. You can go to mikaswami.org and we will put a link to that. Folks, stay with us. We're talking today about the science of spirituality. You're not going to want to miss this. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Awesome. We're back. We're talking today with Amika Swami on Disrupt Reality. I'm Tonya Don Rekla. And the conversation today is all around the science of spirituality. And before the um, before the break, you, you said something really fascinating about technology. And, and one of the things that uh, one of the kind of prophecies or whatever that had come to me a few years ago was this idea that um, any business moving forward is going to have to be able to stay ahead of technology and consciousness. And that was kind of an interesting thing to hear. But then once once I started to, to feel into it, when I see um, um, energy or whatever, you know, I, I see it as um, organic, as data, as um, kind of energetics, as, as um, physical. So like a stream could be water, it could be energy, it could be, and, and I don't... I, from that vantage point, I, they're no different to me. And so, so really, once that concept started coming forward, what I saw was it's the difference between making things, which I would denote as being, um, you know, something that's not infused with, with spirit, um, with life-giving energy, if you will, versus creating, which is the co-creation with divine, where your needs are, the, are divine needs and, and vice versa, and desires all get merged, and that's that experience of oneness and creating there. And when the creating supersedes the making is when it tips, right? Everything flips. And then you've got this, this um, 
the the version of reality kind of gets gets righted again. Um, that walk though is, is kind of what we're talking about here because, and I suspect that the tech piece had to supersede for a little bit because it the if we don't learn to use the mechanisms and the tools that are available to us in service to that life-giving energy and service to spirit, then it always remains outside of that, thus perpetuating the duality. Nothing can stay of the duality, therefore everything has to be in us and of us. And, and that's a real trippy kind of way to exist in the world. But more and more people, I think, are starting to play with those concepts. And, um, and, I, and I think it's important just to give voice to um, like you said, it goes back to exactly what you said about creativity. It's you, you create a little bit and, and you rest, you know, you, you do and then, and then you rest. And so there's this titration principle that can occur. And I suspect that's the way that it has to be done, right? Just so we can hold it, um, you know, you know, and those are at least the musings uh, in terms of how I see that. Yeah, the whole point is that, you know, you really have to recognize that you and the spirit are not separate and you can go in between the two worlds. Okay, the spirit mainly is um, our unconscious and that unconscious has a lot of new stuff. We call it quantum possibility, infinite possibility, and, and that is the truth. But, but it is ours too, and because we constrict our consciousness most of the time, get too bothered by our survival needs and don't look for our higher needs, which is for love, for beauty, for wholeness, and um, if we did, we would respond, and that's where creativity helps very much, because creativity is it's also very practical. You can start with very simple questions, like how can I be more interesting to my uh, lover? You know, one of the problems with love is that um, people find each other very boring. And that's why most marriages broke up, uh, break up. It's not really the question of other kind of mismatch. It's a simple mismatch of finding, finding each other very boring. You have to be kind of create yourself a little bit newness to be interesting to the other. It is not easy to live with another person and be new all the time, except when you learn how to be a creative personality, then the newness comes automatically. What gives you the newness? It's the quantum self, it's a spirit that is making you new. So that this is the simple idea that if I live, if I know how to access spirit every once in a while, I'll get the infinite potentiality, I will change, and as I change, everybody will find me to be new. Nobody's going to be bored with me. Everybody's going to engage with me. I will have wonderful relationship with everyone and the world because I can create with the same process, also new products to make money or everything that I need for my security. So nothing is being blocked. I think that's it. Like that pretty much sums it up folks like like that little that piece of advice right there just go back and replay what he just said like that is the secret that that's exactly how it works and as you've mentioned a few times like there's this process of um you know when right in front of your face are these things that seem insurmountable to you like survival thing um it's easy to forget that if you look up a little bit this that's where the solutions are um 
you mentioned earlier, you were talking about, you know, the elite and, and, and kind of pulling the wool over people's eyes and this and that. And it, it while you were talking, I, I saw the image of Plato's allegory of the cave. And, and the, the question for me is, is okay. Like, like on, on one level, for sure that, that, that's playing out. And ultimately we know that, that to go to oneness, we have to be able to integrate and reconcile in some capacity, this idea of the other, this thing outside of us. And so that would be true of that conversation as well. If there's an elite and if there's the oppressed um, within that model, then we are the elite, we are the oppressed. And merging those two together, um, you know, like, like you said, we can go between both worlds, but, but ultimately in, in the quest for oneness that they have to get integrated, nothing can stay apart. Yes. And so that's an interesting study, right? To, to say, okay, how, how do you reconcile this concept that we hold in the collective of this elite kind of group of people or, or organizations or however we view them that have some sort of um, superior power? Um, how do we step into that in a way that's in alignment with um, that spiritual perspective? Well, I, I, I don't think we can do it one in one day, but no long term. <laughs> <laughs> just no, one really. pill? We can't just take a pill and be done? <laughs> I'm quite serious, because what has to happen, of course, is that there are just too many brain circuits. You know. Ultimately, it was down to the uh, limitations uh, that evolution has put us at this stage of our evolution. You know, we have these negative emotions. We want to dominate and the people who are more into that domination mode and they have the um, access to the archetype of power, they want to dominate others and they do it very well. So the choice that I have or you have who don't have that kind of power uh, at this moment, but we can access one power that we do have, uh, which is the power of energy of love. If we do that, if we, if we if we know and regularly with each other and with anybody we can fight, develop a collective of such energies of love, then we can really transform some of these big corporations and big wheelers and dealers, and they can change. It is not entirely true. You know, they play the game of hate. That is the way to keep people separate. Two worlds can never get together with hate. Hate is a repulsive thing. So uh, how to unite? And there is just no other way. You have to do the impossible. You have to love, and you have to love everyone. <laughs> That's the choice. Mm -hmm. Love does not have any choice. You know, mothers don't care what, what the child is doing. They just love, and that's what we have to become. And that's then right. the world can change. But it's, it takes time, but is it hopeless? No, of course not, because we have enormous power. Quantum physics, we have a concept called non-locality. You know, signalless communication, it makes us one. If I am non-local with you, it creates already a bigger power. And then another person that creates even bigger power. So non-locality is a very powerful thing. And it can engulf everyone. Well, we believe that. And we've seen, uh, at least in a little microcosm at a very small scale, we've seen what happens when you build an organization where you lead with your heart and soul and where collaboration is a, is a fundamental principle and communion with the divine is, is, is a strategy um, that we incorporate. And, and we see what happens in that. And the miraculous can occur. 
Um, there's no really other way to explain it other than when things are infused with divine energy, they work and they thrive. They're, they're sustainable, they're scalable, they're self-perpetuating. We've seen the business models. We understand how they work together. Um, and still, the question is out there, then if we know all of these things to be true and we have proof, why mm -hmm. choose otherwise? And the only the only way you know I, that, that it kind of makes sense in my mind is that until we realize that whatever it is we think we're getting from not choosing love, that ultimately we have to get to the place where we're willing to let go of that illusion in order to pick up and see and hold what, what we know to be true. Yeah, the, the saving uh, grace here in all this discussion always is that we forget there is the movement of consciousness towards exactly that. So the, the question is really what changes can come. The question is, what is the best thing that I can do? And what you just said, what I just said, this is the best thing we can do. We can engage the energies of love to the best of our ability. If we do this, then my job is done. Your job is done. <laughs> and then the rest of it is movement of consciousness. That takes time and that will happen. But if we do our job of spreading love and non-locality and consciousness and other values and and be uh, steady, steadfast about it, you know, no backing out, no doubts, no, because what is there to doubt? It expands our consciousness. That's the greatest happy state that you can have in this human body. Uh, what is there to doubt? There is no doubt about That's this. Right. And then you That's just right. <clears throat> and, and folks, in the beginning, it takes real courage. It, I mean, it takes incredible courage. You're basically staring one world in the face and saying, wait, I don't think it has to be this way. Um, but the more you do it, I mean, spirit, spirits there in, in support of that, everything aligns on your behalf, the universe, it just, it just lines up, but, and really, truly the cost of admission is having the audacity to receive it. That, that, yeah. that's, that's really all it, all it takes. And, you know, you may do a little bit of a dance routine here and there for a while while you kind of bounce back and forth but you will settle into that gap and it gets easier and easier. Yeah, of course you have to, you have to be smart. Like, you know, you can, you mentioned fear, that's a, that's a huge problem. Um, in order to be, in order to love, you must get rid of fear. And what is the, what is the biggest, uh, what is the biggest cause that we get afraid? You know, one of the causes is so easy to eliminate. Just be careful that you have a good bowel movement every day. I'm serious. <laughs> 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 there you have that's the answer folks that is the secret right there <laughs> yes yes it's so simple you know people just don't know how much of an activity uh, how much this <laughs> <laughs> yes that is awesome oh, that, that, well <laughs> I love it that you know what we may have we may have to come back and do another episode all around bowel movements and spirituality. Oh, I love it. That was so perfect. You're adorable. Um, I mean, I, I, I really honor you and your work. And, and that, that was such a perfect note to end on. Um, but but you're so brilliant. Any final words, anything else you'd like to share with our, our audience before we wrap up? Well, I just want to say to the listeners that there is a University of Transformation that I have built, um, and the idea is to 
uh, have uh, people learn how to transform, how to love, not be afraid. And uh, really, there is a science of all these things now. Quantum physics is changing the world. It just is a slow process. And you have to do it gradually. If you hear me, if you hear Tonya, if you hear these ideas, then come. Look up my website, www.amitgoswami.org. A-M-I-T-G-O-S-W-A-M-I dot O-R-G. And when you find the website, look at QAV, Quantum Activism Visualism. That's the name of our transformative university. It is based on India, but more or less on the internet. Um, and it's a wonderful opportunity for everybody to examine yourself and examine the society, learn some quantum physics, learn some creativity and transform and never be afraid again and only love. Mm, beautiful, beautiful. Well, thank you so much, folks. Go check out his work. He's brilliant. Um, we adore you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, mm. As always, folks, we oh, go ahead, hon. I cut you off. Thank you so much. For those of you out there listening, we, we adore you. We appreciate you. And we know that you're sharing with th this with others. Keep sharing. If you know someone who could just use a pick me up, who, uh, who could use an encouraging word, um, share the network. That's what it's here for. Um, and as always, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care of yourselves, folks. Take care of each other. We love you. Goodbye for now. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.